Hello and welcome back to the Marvelous Cinema Podcast. Now on Spotify. Mm-hmm. The second episode on Spotify. Yeah, now we're cool. We are your hosts. I'm Matthew. I'm Henry. And <laughs> we're the podcast that talk about films yep. because we like to. Yeah. And I don't think we need any other justification. Sorry. Not really. if you, if we're not getting paid for this either. So. No, we're not. We're doing this out of out of love. Joy? <laughs> <laughs> out of love for each other's company. Yeah. The Murray. The Murray. Not family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> box office. Oh, I'd nearly forgotten. Thank you for reminding me about yeah. the box office. Um. So yeah. So last week, I think it was still Frozen, wasn't it? Yeah. It was top. Still is. Um. We'll find out. Yeah. Frozen was top last week. Therefore, this week. See, <laughs> last week, should I say? Was this week? No, this week. So far, this week. No. <laughs> Oh, what is going on? Content. Anyway, Frozen still top. Knives Out still second. Ford vs Ferrari is still third. Really? What's Frozen gross then? Frozen is is approaching the billion mark. Is it? Of course it is. Course it's it on is. worldwide. I mean, not domestically because they reach a billion domestically. That's quite yeah. an achievement. But um, I feel like I haven't heard much talk about it though. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I haven't. It's sort of despite nearly boosting a billion. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You've seen it. I liked it. I might have even liked it better than the first one. Really? Maybe. Mm, I've seen neither. Um, I apologise. Stop screaming into both, your phone. They're both, <laughs> they're both pretty good. Um, yeah, but when I was in the cinema, I didn't get the feeling that everyone was hyped out of their mind for the sequel. Mm. I got the feeling that kids were there just to have another... I think it might as well be like another holiday, sort of Christmas <laughs> Frozen movie, you know? Like one yeah. of those. But, just, uh, just a yeah. Christmas film. Yeah. Which is on topic. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. So that's the box office um, news. Do you want to start with some news? Yes. What news have you got? There's some um, news this week. Some big news. Two big, two big, big, big bits of news. Are you can do the big bits of news. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, that's, that's big not news. That, that's not the one I thought you were going to go for. Oh, I just, oh god, sorry. My ears. I just realised. Oh. Okay, we'll do Ghostbusters. I apologise, Headphone News again. <laughs> this is why you were taking off the intro, Henry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We'll do. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Okay. Um, we'll do Ghostbusters first, then right. then the other one. Okay. So Ghostbusters. Other... Uh, Ghostbusters. I like Thoughts. this. I like, I like this. It. I think it looks good. It looks better than 2016. Mm-hmm. It looks like from the trailer, I got a sense of there's going to be a lot of emotional weight in this. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, primarily because it. They talk about the grandfather. Yeah, he was and definitely going to be Egon. Yeah, it, it they're leaning towards yeah. it being. Have you, have Egon. you seen the girl in it? She looks exactly like a, like a girl, like young. Does she? Yeah. And I thought she looked a bit like um, you know the the girl that's Sabrina in the Netflix version. Mm. I haven't seen that. I know. I've seen the trailer, so maybe. Yeah. I got a very like Force Awakens trailer vibe from it. Yes. Of like. Yeah. We're going to the past with new characters, <laughs> and at the end we'll get like a Millennium Falcon, but this time it's the Ecto-1. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is very Force Awakens. I mm-hmm. like it. I think Paul Rudd's Paul going to be good in it. It's yeah. a good choice. Yeah, definitely. Paul Rudd's always good. What do you think about the name? Afterlife? Ghostbusters Afterlife. It, yeah. I think it's an apt name, there's I think. Be, there's worse, like, mm. reboot, soft, like, soft reboot names of, like, yeah. the next generation. <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> like, you know? I hate, like, those Resurrection. Titles. Yeah. Afterlife. Yeah, that works. Ghosts. 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 Um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be quite a sad film, actually. Might be, yeah. I think that's what they're leaning towards. With it Especially being since the guy, Harold, Harold died. Ramis. Yeah, yeah, he died. And uh, but the, the, I mean, there was, there was a reference to him in the remake. 
there was a bust of his head. Yeah. You know, like, you know they have in universities that they have, or yeah. how they're supposed to have in film universities. Yeah, in the film universities. They have, like, busts of famous people, yeah. like the head of, I don't know, the, the, philosophers, think... what do they call them? Mis- Pythagoras and... What do you call them? PhDs? People. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they had, they had like, one of Harold Ramis. The reason I, th- I, the reason I did not enjoy the um, 2016 version mm-hmm. was just because, like, I know I don't hate women. It's not that. <laughs> it is because it just like it just felt like a twenty like sixteen comedy, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it did. It, and didn't, it didn't feel like Ghostbusters. Didn't feel I like mean, I had, I enjoyed it. I feel like I a, thought it was a, just fine. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I was just like, yeah. yeah. I think I think I do think it was perhaps Ghostbusters is one of them things that I just think it was a mistake to remake at all. Mm. Yeah. I think that the cast did fine. Melissa yeah. McCarthy's always good. And, were generally good. Yeah, gen- generally good. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth's got some good He's comedy the best chops. Part of that film, he is the stupid. Yeah, he puts his, his hands in like he puts his fingers over his eyes and like through his glasses, so there's no glass in the glass yeah. frame. It's like that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, I, um, there are definitely good parts to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm. But, I, I think this is probably a continuation of the original. Yeah. Two films was. They are like shrug up, aren't they? The main cast, I, the cast. I think they are. They're on board. I think. Yeah. I think they are. Isn't, uh, do we know if it's going to be cameos or do we think it's going to be actual characters? Well, I don't know. I mean, like you said, the um, watching the trailers, expecting maybe at the end to see one of them appear. Mm-hmm. I think you have. We have um, a voiceover from Bill Murray, Bill Murray yeah. but I can't remember if that's new or. I think it's old. It's from, I I, th- I thought it was old. My I initial impression was that it was old. I didn't even remotely recognise as Bill Murray or anything from yeah. Ghostbusters. But then, yeah, yeah, that, that's what it sounds. What he says sounds familiar, mm-hmm. but the voice I knew it was Bill Murray, but it sounded like yeah. an older Bill Murray. If that makes sense. But he is old now. <laughs> um, I, we are getting towards the end of the trailer. I was expecting. Like a, some of them to a chewy were home moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, but like, <coughs> like with 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 Force Awakens, they aren't necessarily the main focus of it, and I think no. making them the main focus would perhaps put it at a disadvantage. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I feel like introducing new characters, new people, will be beneficial to it. Yeah, probably. Um, like like it was for Force Awakens. Yeah, I feel that's probably the best thing they've done. Was yeah. not only was the trailer like barely any hands up, not even a, not even a bit of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Mainly because the film well, didn't have any Luke Skywalker. <coughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's one of the best things. Like you could do like a sequel after oh, a yeah. long time, like a new cast, but they just know the old cast, mm. and that's like how it goes. Yeah, it feels like that works anyway so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I, I, out of out of ten, how excited are you for? Christmas after like seven. I'm not like this is sure fire going to be great. Mm. But I have a feeling about it. Like this, this yeah. could be something. You know. Yeah. There's yeah. been an awakening. It looks good as well. Like visually, like it looks good. Yeah, it does. I like, compare does. that to the way like yeah, kind of the flat look of um the 2016 version. Mm-hmm. Kind of That's um Phil Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Wolf Wolfenhard. What a great name. I know it's Finn great name. Great name. Hard. It does feel very Stranger Things the trailer. Yeah. Particularly with like, mm. I, is, is Paul a teacher? I think he's a teacher, isn't he? Yeah, he's a teacher. Yeah. He feels very the science teacher for yeah. Stranger Things. But probably he's funnier because he's mm. <laughs> Of course. Doesn't age. Yep. So the other trailer of the week, Wonder Woman eighty four. WW eighty four. World War World, World War eighty four. World War eighty four. <laughs> what an um, interesting time. Thoughts. 
loved it. I think it's so over the top and it's so brilliant. Yeah. She's swinging from lightning bolts. I mean, yeah. She's wearing like an eagle outfit. Yeah. From, I think, Kingdom Come comic. That one. Mm -hmm. I know, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, It looks good. I I heard a a criticism recently from a person in my house called Josh. Hi, Josh. Hello, Josh. Um, of it doesn't seem to have that much story. Like basically, basically that trailer. You, you, I don't understand what the, like the story is. And That's good. That's he, what you want from a trailer. No, but I don't. I get what he means by that, and yeah. I kind of agree with the fact that I watched it. and I was like, so what's the story? Yeah. Is it just he comes back and that's it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I trust the movie and Patty Jenkins to like. Do I, th- I think it looks good. I mean, good. I think the. Wonder what the first Wonder Woman is a, is a very good film. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah. Perhaps the final battle, the ending could, yeah. could it, it, it devolves it becomes, into um, a CGI fight. It becomes the DC thing of that happened for a while there, which was like smoke and fire and CGI <laughs> lightning and stuff. Like that. It was it was weird for like three movies straight that happened. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as long, I like, as long as we're not going back to the days of Suicide Squad, a blue ball into the sky. I, one day we're going to. I really hope we get some sort of like parody of that soon in some movies. I really hope like an actual movie like Birds of Prey at the end has a blue bottle of lightning for a second and they go, we're not doing that. We're not nope. doing this. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Maxwell uh, Lord. Yes. Pedro um, Pascal. Yeah. Just because he looks... He, he looks the part. Yeah. He also... He's just he's just wearing he's he's just just very eighties that yeah. man isn't he? Yeah. yeah, that's that's an eighties busy, busy oh, yeah. man going to kill everyone. I love the, the 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 sound of the trailer and the sort of the aesthetic of it as well. Yeah, the the styling. Yeah. Also, I didn't realise Kristen Wiig's character is supposed to be a villain. Yes, yeah, she's um cheetah. Cheetah, yeah, I didn't um, know that. First. A little human cheetah person, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, I got like a Batman Returns like vibe from her, like Catwoman. Like at oh, the beginning, yeah, yeah. she's got like big glasses and she's very like nerdy and nervous, but then she's gonna become cheetah or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, and yeah I get that. Does that whole thing and that for me? Yeah, yeah. So at ten, anticipation, excitement for nine that. for that one. I'd say eight, just because I I purely I enjoy the trailer very like very mm-hmm. much. But I just purely like trust. Yeah, Adam I Jenkins trust them. And uh, they call it Gal Gadot. Gal yeah. Gadot. Gal Gadot. However, she prefers it. That name, <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say it was Nate. Yeah, I'm excited. No. Mm. Um, if I were to rank, if weirdly enough, I didn't think about this until recently. Mm-hmm. If I were to rank my excitement for next year's comic book movies, yeah, the majority on top are DC movies. Really? So like, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman. It's Batman next year. It's Batman 2020. Oh, I don't know actually. Good point. We do actually have a bit of news about Batman. Do we? Do you want to segue into the Batman? Yeah. Uh, oh, Matt Reeves could. has confirmed that Peter Sarsgaard oh, yeah. will uh, has been cast in the Batman in undisclosed, in yeah. undisclosed role. People have speculated that it'll be Two-Face. Yeah. But that's just speculation. There was a clip on it on some sort of social media of his wife, who's um, his wife's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Matt Reeves? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Matt Reeves' wife? No, uh, Peter Sarsgaard. Oh, right, okay. right. Um, and she was shaving his head. Oh, so I don't know. Ben. <laughs> now, for me, that that could indicate Two Face, as in prosthetics, mm. but it could also indicate Mister Freeze. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, mm. I am so excited for this movie. You know, 
Yeah. They've yeah. like... I love the amount of... If he is a villain, mm-hmm. I just love the amount of villains we're going to get. I know. I don't... Usually Because Batman... that... I, I feel like Batman on his own is is, is good, mm-hmm. but... Batman. But what, what makes Batman, you know... Yeah. At the t- top level. Top level is his villains. Yeah. Like he and reflects his, his personality yeah. in his own villains. His whole world is so, like, interesting and, like... I love it. I'm really excited to go back to... um. So like it's not timber, but like that sort of like Gotham City is like a really strange mm-hmm. place where like buildings make no yeah. sense and stuff. And then for a while there, it went back to like Chicago essentially. It was what <laughs> Gotham became for a while there. Yeah. And I'm hoping, and I think that I can't remember if they did actually confirm this, but I do think they're going back to a, like a a Gotham like as in like buildings are like way too tall and all like black and like mm. yeah. I'm so excited for that. I think the the cast have, you know. It's a good-looking yeah. cast. I mean, yeah. we've got Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. um, the Clo- who's the who's Catwoman? Chloe Zoe Zoe Kravitz. 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 Yeah, um, she does the adverts for Black Opium. Does she? Mm-hmm. That's all I know about her. And oh, Auntie's in X Men First Class as a she got wings. Oh, insect wings. I didn't know that. And she spits fire. Lovely, pleasant, cool. Yeah, and then. Uh, Andy Serkis, uh, Colin Farrell, yep. and Peter Sarsgaard, oh, and Paul Dano. So excited. Paul Dano. This. For excitement for this out of 10. Ah, <laughs> uh, I am a go- 10. Yeah. Not even a trailer. I am a 10 for this movie. <laughs> I'm so, Matt Reeves, like, the Planet of the Apes person, and. Mm. Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> I love it. I want it in me. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yes. And now back to Marvel. Yeah. Suppose it'll segue back to Marvel. We have images at uh, the X or is it, is it XXCP or CCXP in oh, Brazil? That, yeah, yeah. The panel. Apparently, it's the first one Kevin Feige has attended in person. Mm. But yeah. What a nerd. They <laughs> <laughs> they've revealed uh, two images for upcoming TV shows. They've revealed an image for One Division. I'm Thank showing you, you it. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, before. yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, it's black it's, and white. And it's black and white. It's uh, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth yeah. Olsen looking very 1960s. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh-huh. And then, have you seen the images for, uh, with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. Which is, it's just two of them. There's two of them standing around. It, really it could be anything. like a suit for GQ, couldn't it, that shot? Yeah, <laughs> it could. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Feige, uh, also, Feige has said that in uh, one division... Wanda will officially become the Scarlet Witch. Cool. Uh, and he also said that Disney Plus characters like Mrs. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk mm-hmm. might be ready to make their debut, and I quote this part, towards the end of next year. Right. Now this, I'm not sure if this simply means they're going into production at the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, or they're going to come like, out. A lot of people, like the website I got this off, um, yeah. they, see, they seem to indicate that they, they're interpreting this as they're going to appear. Which I think most likely won't happen. I think yeah. what he means here is that they'll be in production yeah, by the end of next probably. year. Like the, the pre-production will wrapped. I'm excited sword. for these um these Marvel TV shows more than more than maybe the movies in general. Yeah. Um, I am excited for a few movies there, but especially Eternals. I'm really excited for that because it sounds <laughs> it sounds really like weird. But um, I'm excited for these TV shows because I think they can, it can fill in the gaps in a way that. I feel as being the flaw of the MCU overall. And I talked about when yeah. we ranked the MCU of like we went from Civil War straight to Infinity War without any time to deal with the effects of Civil War. 
mm. and I have like I feel like pretty like happy now that we're going to get shows where we're just going to have these two characters or these Scarlet Witch and Fizzin and Bucky and Falcon and just yeah. kind of set them up and see the characters in this and I don't I can't imagine they've got so much of a, like, that much of a budget that they're going to have like a a big CGI fight scene mm. every, every episode, episode or something like that so I imagine there's going to be a lot of mm. just character development and I'm excited yeah. for that I think we've said it before a lot of the stuff coming out of WandaVision does sound genuinely fascinating yeah I saw that when I first heard it, I was like, "This, I don't want this." I, and then uh, I, I heard about what they were doing. I was like, uh, yes. "Part sitcom, part." Yeah, it's gonna be filmed. Some of it's gonna be filmed from like a live studio audience. Yeah. that's amazing. Like I would never I expect love, Marvel to ever do that. I, yeah, I love the ambition there. Yeah, a lot of ambition. I think, and um, sounds just weird. I think there's a lot to look forward to in Phase Four, primarily mm-hmm. because in the past we've been, we've maybe been in Phase Two or start of Phase Three, and we've known from announcements that Thanos was coming and they yeah. did, they're doing the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. Again, we're at the stage where, you know, the the the, the field's wide open. Yeah. There are so many directions this, yeah. this could go in. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 there's not a film on this Phase 4 or TV show that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, I'm, I am always interested to see what they're going to do with it. Mm. Especially because there's a new phase and we have no idea what, what the end, like, <laughs> the end game is <laughs> so like i i hope for a while at least i'm not gonna do like a oh and mm. the the other if it is your stones they're about now <laughs> now um what do you call them galactus is coming yeah. Ooh, i i hope Out, we just yeah. calm down for a bit explore the characters cause interesting things you yeah. do a bit of risks do a bit of risks if you had to pick between the, if you had to pick now, what you wanted the next end game level story to involve, mm. what would you pick? Hmm. I would want, I would definitely want some sort of like multiverse sort of thing. Mm. And I do think we're gonna do something, something like that. Yeah, that that sort of like Feige has also teased that. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange will sort of yeah. open. They keep open talking even about more. it. They, like, yeah, they keep saying that it's gonna be a game changer. Yeah. Not just like that movie, but I keep on like, I keep on feeling that, that Kevin Feige when he goes to a panel wants to like really hammer it in that the multiverse is a thing. <laughs> so like, why do you want? To, why are we doing this now? It's because we're going to go and do a multiverse like crisis thing, or we're going to do that now. Okay, we're yeah. doing that. Are we good? <laughs> yeah. I want to see like Tori Maguire. Mm-hmm. Come, no, that won't happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think. Maybe. Ne- in term- yeah. Live action version of that. I think I'd rather. I know we're getting sidetracked onto Marvel. We'll get back onto topic in a minute, I'm yeah. sure. But like the, um, in terms of the next Avengers level film, mm-hmm. I think maybe like a. I know Zemo is the villain of Winter Soldier. Yeah. But I feel like have Zemo fulfill his full potential in a way, and have him maybe yeah. orchestrate something. Some not the Sinister Six, but mm. something like uh, what, what do they call it? I'm so sorry. The I'm League so of sorry Villains. But yes, there's there's the there's the various associations like the Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. The was it called the West Coast Avengers? <laughs> I feel like that those are things. But yeah, yeah. It's what a time to be alive. What a time. <laughs> what a time, man. Do you want to go on to? Oh wait, no. One final thing. Golden Globe nominations have been released. Yeah. Um, I forget which ones are. Noticeably absent. No Avengers Endgame. Oh really? Okay. I didn't no, no acting, no drama, no musical or, or comedy. VFX probably, probably, but they're they're not on this list. I've got okay. the best film for drama nominees are 1917, 
I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. Definitely. Looks interesting. The Irishman. I will watch it at some point. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I find a free two days I'll watch it. Yeah. Um Joker. Yeah, boy. I, <laughs> I know you're pleased about Get that. It in I'm there. not so pleased. Crack it in. Marriage story. Yeah. And the two popes. Mm. Interestingly. Sorry? Jude Law, that one? Um no, it's uh it's Thingy Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins, oh. and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the other one's name. He's in, he's Elizabeth Swan's father in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, Jonathan Price. Yes, Jonathan Price. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, interestingly, three of those are Netflix. Irishman, oh, Marriage Story, and Two Popes are all Netflix films. Cinema is evolving, <laughs> Martin. Best actress in drama film, we have Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, mm-hmm. Sasha Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Rennie Zellweger for Judy. Ooh. Best actor in a drama film, Christine Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Interestingly okay. absent from that list, we have Robert De Niro. Yeah. And, I know some people might not be surprised by this, but Adam Sandler, who apparently... Uh, is getting quite good reviews for that Uncut Gems film. People... I would adore him getting an actual like, oh, award. No. I would um, love it so much. Best film, musical, or comedy nominees are Dolomite Is My Name. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I want to see it. Pretty good. Jojo Rabbit, another one that I really want to see. I want to see it. I can't no- find it anywhere, though. This is the only thing. Mm. Most of these films I can't find anywhere near me. Knives Out. Mm. Yes, Which I I am one hundred percent wanting this to win. Get it in there. This has to win. Win it. Yes. Best film of all time. The next one's interestingly. I'd have probably. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen it. I probably should have. But mm. I would probably put it in drama. But the next one on this list is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's in the musical okay. or comedy category. Okay. And the final one for this category is Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I like Rocket Man a lot. Um, <clears throat> best actress in a film, musical, or comedy. Anna de Armas. Yeah. I want her to win again. Yes. Aquafina, The Farewell, Kate Blanchett oh, yes. for Where Do You Go, Bernadette, Beanie Feldson for Booksmart, and Emma Thompson for Late Night. Best Actor in a Film, Musical or Comedy, Daniel Craig, Knives Out. Yes. Roman Griffith Davis for Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Leo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Taron Egerton <laughs> for Rocketman. Yes. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is Yes. Best Film Animated, Frozen 2. I hope you enjoy me reading off this list, by the way. <laughs> How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Lion King, Missing Link, and oh. Toy Story 4. Does The Lion King count? I don't know. That's... Oh, maybe it Best does. foreign language, I'm rattling through these. Uh, the Farewell, Les Mis, Pain and Glory, Parasite, and Portrayal of a Lady on Fire. Best Supporting Actress, Kathy Bates, uh, Annette Benning, Laura Dern, Jennifer Lopez, Margot Robbie. Jennifer Lopez. Get, give her. Give it for to Hustlers. Yeah, give it to her. Have you seen that film? Yeah. Have you? Is it good? Yeah, she's good. Good. She's good. Best supporting actor in a film: Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. Best director: uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Sam Ooh. Mendes, nineteen seventeen, Todd Phillips. Woo! Yeah. Joker. Get it in. Martin Scorsese, the Irishman, <coughs> Quentin Tarantino. <coughs> yes. I hope that's um, probably hey. Sam Mendes. Because of how ambitious 1917 yeah. looks, I will probably cry if Todd Phillips wins that. Um, guess, guess what? 
He's won. <laughs> Best screenplay, Marriage Story, Private Sites 2 Pope. We're all into the categories where nobody cares. We're into the dramas. I can't bother to do the dramas. <laughs> if you want to see it for yourself, Google it. Yeah. It'll be everywhere. It'll be too I much hope you enjoyed me reading off that list. It was very fun. Um, I hope I you liked it. my I reaction of yes. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> 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 can't tell. I'm not a fan of his. Give it. Um, He's a good... I, I don't Is know. he really? I don't actually know. <laughs> um, would you want to go on to our main topic of today? Yes. Would you like to introduce the topic of today? I will introduce it, Ma- mm. Matthew. It is... Henry. <laughs> it is... <laughs> Christmas. Because guess what? It's Christmas! Yes. That's <laughs> I'm song. sat here in my Star Wars Christmas jumper, yep. as you can tell. I this am. is going to be a good Christmas for me. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my favourite things in one. <laughs> I am in a Christmas jumper as well. Mm-hmm. It's been darker, I think. It feels like it could be like a red shirt that's got like black stains on it. No, it's good. Like I can tell they're reindeer. Yeah. And snowflakes. I like it as well. Anyway, Christmas. I want to start off okay. by reviewing the film that came out recently, mm-hmm. last Christmas. I've seen it as well. What did you think? I'll be honest. This would definitely be one of my what I consider in the category of guilty pleasure. Mm. I think it's good not point. perhaps the technically the best film. Don't, in terms of any of the attributes no. you, just, uh, you associate with critical analysis, yeah. But I did enjoy this film. I enjoyed it. I this is perhaps the first thing I've seen, Amelia Clark in, and I thought yes, I I I quite like her. Oh, do you don't like Amelia Clark? No, I've never disliked her, but in the past, because I've I haven't seen Game of Thrones, I like right. pointing that out. Okay, but the the only two of the films I've seen her in mm. would be. Um, Terminator Genesis, oh. which was actually probably the first thing I ever saw in. That's not a good start for No, oh. and the other one was Solo, which I don't dislike her in. I don't she dislike that film. I like that film. No one's bad at Solo. Everyone's the, okay. The, the, the reason that I'm saying this about Amelia uh, Clark is perhaps this is the first time, because I've watched her on panels and everything, and she's mm. really funny. She's really nice. Yeah. And she seems, she seems like a really nice person. She I like is. it. And this is perhaps the first room I've seen her in where that personality really comes through. Mm. It gets allowed to come out, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's I really a joyful film. Yeah. Ish. And she's a really good singer. Yeah. The hair singing. I think it is. Yeah, probably. I believe that. Um, now, spoilers. Yeah, spoiler disclaimer. What do you think about the big twist? <sighs> I kind of... One of the trailers spoils it a bit. Does it? Oh. One of the trailers... Spoilers, by the way. Again, spoilers. One yeah. of the trailers hints that he's not real. Right. So I was expecting something. I wasn't expecting what happened. Right. Um, it really distracted me for the entire rest of the movie. Did it? Yeah, it, mm. it became like, I don't think we needed this. <laughs> I think it's a bit too literal, a bit too too much of a literal interpretation yeah. of Last Christmas I Gave You My yeah. Heart. Yeah, literally. Uh, one thing I <laughs> would on. like to say, when it, um, actually, I'm going to Google this to check before I actually say it in the podcast. Right. Um, One second. Um, Christmas, let me check this. Yeah. Nice um, the thing I'm going to notice is at the start of the film, mm-hmm. it starts in like nine, the 90s in Yugoslavia or whatever. Yeah. And then it skips to London 2017, yeah. which at the time I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I didn't quite understand until I saw the park bench. And it says you that the guy died in 2016. George Michael died in 2016. He died Christmas 2016. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure that's why it's set is in 2017. Why? Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really pick up on that for some reason. Mm. Like, mm. It, it was like, 
I enjoyed it. Yeah, sorry, so I, I sort of monopolised this. I'll let I you... did enjoy it. Go on. It was just like... However, aside from the twist, like that one element of um, the shopkeeper woman being mm. in love with that guy. Yeah. It's really it's weird. It's odd. It's weirdly handled. Yeah. Because it is, it is literally, he comes up in the shop and the scene freezes and then they stare at each other mm. and just look like they're about to collapse <laughs> for yeah. like a good five minutes. It goes on a little too long. And I was thinking, does Carlos do a little mm-hmm. subtle, kind of like have a little uh, conversation and then they get like, oh, yeah. flirting. Instead of they're just freezing at each other and just doing nothing. It was weird. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'd say overall it probably feel, it feels very reminiscent of love actually yeah i think it goes that tone doesn't it yeah of christmas like, love because it's written by emma thompson yeah it was ever seen actually yeah um i feel that it's definitely influenced by a lot of the dialogue is very reminiscent of ninth of the romance elements of it are very much I can see how they people can associate them with perhaps Hugh Grant nineties mm. rom coms. Yeah. It's a very quirky British yeah. sarcasm. And like everyone hates London for some reason, yeah. even though it looks really good at all times. Yeah. That's weird. Sometimes I feel it doesn't quite hit. Some of the humour doesn't quite yeah. land. It's there half are, and half sometimes, I think. There's a lot of the times where I think it does. There's one yeah. thing that I remember I think it's overall very charming. Mm, but there yeah. is like there is problems underneath that I could that are there definitely for me. Yeah. I also yeah. felt um, what was it the something happened that like near the end or something. Uh, something I didn't like. What was it? The, the the joke at the end, which I'll be honest, I don't know if I should be ashamed of this. I didn't laugh it in the cinema, but I did then immediately think, can you make that joke? There's a bit where because a sister is gay, yeah, and she makes oh, a pudding, yeah. and Emma Thompson's character says. <laughs> Says let's go, let's eat some lesbian pudding. Yeah, which I, is that offensive? No, I'm so, I I, I apologise if that is offensive to some people. I don't think it is, especially when there's a parent of the of the child that is a lesbian. Yeah, I, I, and they and sure. also the lesb the, les- <laughs> the, the two lesbians do laugh at it and don't really care. Mm. I guess anyway. And I thought, oh yeah, this was a problem. My weird, not even problem because I kind of like agree with it, what they were saying, but mm-hmm. like a weird everyone's trying to get political. Sort of like winking yes, it nuts, did. Where Brexit's on TV, and then there's a uh, someone tells like some Russian people on the bus like, yeah, to it's leave the country, political. and Amelia Clark become like is very nice to them. Like, I I don't need political stuff in this. <laughs> I really don't. I've been been wanting to talk about this for a little bit. This is my way of weaving this in. But I'd like to compare that aspect of this and compare it with the way politics is handled in Knives Out. Right. Okay. Now, yeah. because I think this. This the way it does it in Last Christmas, mm-hmm. it's slightly jarring. Yeah, and it's you slightly feel happen. Whereas I cannot say enough. The way it is handled in Knives Out, yeah, is the thing of, yeah, it's just brilliant. You don't even realise what the commentary is till like later on. Yeah, really. because it's in there. Yeah, it's part of the story, but it's not the main part of the story. Yeah. So many things. And it's not. Movie. It's not. Ex- there's a conversation where they're dealing about Im- talking about immigrants mm-hmm. towards the start. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe a third of the way in. Yeah, and they get thingy involved the um and our master's character i can't remember her name yeah. i apologize nurse <laughs> yeah then um they they bring her in and they sort of they, they start talking about immigrants and everything yeah and then that's the only overt part to it and they're talking about oh yeah we all we all love immigrants and some yeah. of them say and then they turn on her later on yeah and they start using uh, racial slurs against her yeah yeah 
And that is so because it, it's embedded, but it's not the main thing. Not the main thing, right? And that's done beautifully. It's subtext, really. Yeah, it is. It's subtext, yeah. and it's implied. It's inferred, mm-hmm. but not overwhelmingly inferred. Yeah. And then you compare that to Last Christmas, mm-hmm. where On TV, it's very heavy-handed. Yeah. On TV, like Brexit is happening, and mm. it's like there's a random scene pops up where it's on the bus and people are Brexiting and all this. And all that. Yeah. But overall, it is charming. Yes, it is a very good it film. Is. I like it. It's Christmassy, you know. It's a guilty pleasure. It's hard for me to say I don't like it because I don't even, mm. I don't not like it. I liked yeah. it. It's just, yeah, it's got problems. Do you think in a few years it'll have the status that Love Actually has now? Oh no, 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 no. No, Love Actually is perfect. Don't hurt it, baby. <laughs> perfect. I oh, watched yes, it. On to that. I watched it. Um. Oh yeah. Lo- oh yeah. We can talk about it because mm-hmm. it's a topic. Okay. Next movie, Love Actually. Mm. It's great. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> do you want to do, do this then? Say what our favorite Christmas film is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll do this then. Then okay. talk our favorite Christmas films. Um. Okay. Off you go. Off you go. Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Great film. What I, f- watch I, it I want a day. film. My friend, Matchek, hello, if you're watching, probably. Hello again. Um. <laughs> he um, the entirety of last Christmas mm-hmm. almost was watching it pretty much every day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once, <laughs> as in once a day, and we started this Chris our Christmas mm-hmm. feeling off in January, uh, not January, uh, November twentieth, mm-hmm. like this year. Oh yeah. In my house. And we just put it on. And to be fair, I got, <laughs> I got chilled. Oh, how Did you? I felt so early. Oh. Like, oh, it is Christmas, isn't it? Uh, it's a film that could actually probably be watched any time of year. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but it's... It feels If best. you watch it at Christmas, yeah. it has the best thing. The ending as well of like, everyone in the airport giving it to the hooks. And it gets That's bigger. That's a wonderful and scene. And, and you're like, ah, the world is just... so good, isn't it? It's just so happy, you know? Yeah. It's such a happy thing. My mum adores that bit. My mum loves that. Yeah. I I love it as well. So good, yeah. Which oh, okay. Which which sort of segment or which narrative thread mm-hmm. do you think was your favourite? If you had to pick one, um, there's quite a few, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I quite like the uh, Colin Firth and the the um, Russian, Portuguese Portuguese yeah Portuguese I think. Um, oh yeah, because it's like Figo. Yeah. Footballer, yeah. <laughs> it's just so lovely, isn't it? And <laughs> it is. It's nice. Yeah. Um, that, that's how I would describe the feeling you get after watching this, watching Love Actually. It's yeah. just nice. Yeah. Just you get nice. like a warm feeling inside. Yeah. And not the feeling when you've weed yourself. Yeah. Just a nice, <laughs> yeah. happy feeling. It's just like, I think there's a moment in the car that's very nice when um, they're in the car driving and Colin Firth looks at her looks back and then the girl mm. looks at him looks back and then at the same time I look at each other and I go oh shit I look away <laughs> like that's good yeah because I feel like everyone has done that even like don't even like know what the person looking at but yeah. you look at someone and then look at you and you go oh shit <laughs> yeah, yeah it's all the time but um, um I, I just love it in general and I think probably the weakest storyline is probably for me is probably the what do you call it what do you call her name again Keira Knightley and really Rick Grimes I qu- <laughs> um <laughs> Elizabeth Swan and Rick Grimes. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just yeah, it's perhaps one of the more iconic parts of it. Yeah, it's the bit that obviously it's been parried rather recently. Yeah, by a politician. Yeah, um, he made but, choices. <laughs> um, but yeah, I understand that. I'd say probably for me the weakest one would be Chris Marshall's part, which Chris he's Marshall. the one that goes to America. Oh yeah, I think at the start, yeah, that's quite amusing. Yeah, I, having banter with his mate. Yeah, but then it just gets really cringy. 
I do find it this really funny though that his dreams do literally come exactly true when he goes <laughs> to America. The first bar he goes into, four women to score. You want to go to bed together? I'm like, what? <laughs> That's I like it though. <laughs> it's fun. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. But I just feel it's yeah. a bit weird. I wish, mm-hmm. I kind of wish, and I feel like it would happen now in 2019. Yeah. Um, because they subvert the expectation that he's gay at the beginning because it's expected that when he's recording them dancing he's recording the man yes yeah and that's kind of what everyone oh, yeah. expects but it turns out it's the yeah I know. don't know if that's twist anymore because I'm old not not say a twist but I don't if I watch that first first time I'd probably get that yeah but I've seen that many yeah. times that Same. I don't really notice that the only reason I don't notice that was meant to be the expectation was because my parents watched it for the first time like yeah. last year properly and they, they were watching and they were thinking why Oh, so he, he's after the guy, isn't he? That's going to be yeah. the like, yeah. Oh, it is. That is what it's meant to be, isn't it? That's meant to be yeah. like what's subverting. Yeah. But I, I think it'd be better just to go through and being gay mm. for some reason. The office workers as well is another odd one. I feel like it's yeah. a bit disjointed. I, no, I kind of like how it ends though. It ends in a very depressing situation. Yes, it does. Yeah. Where it kind of like because obviously it's meant to love in mm. all its forms, and not every sort of loving situation is like yeah the best, isn't it? So I like yeah. I like the idea that they got one at least one storyline in there that isn't too depressing for a Christmas film but it is kind of like yeah yeah they have some problems but you're going to sort them out yeah in terms of the favourite parts mm-hmm. I I think I, I feel bad about saying I like it mm-hmm. but I think the Alan Rickman Emma Thompson mm-hmm. is perhaps it's an example of why those two actors are some of the finest British yeah. actors to come yeah. to come out of Britain really yeah Alan this is the scene where she finds the necklace and then she she assumes it's for her mm-hmm. as she would yeah and then she gets the cd yeah and she goes upstairs and puts it on yeah. and she's sort of crying yeah but then after like getting called down she like goes down wipes her tears and is like into like man mode yeah and, like very happy and like we're going to play or whatever and then the last conversation i have like before the airport mm-hmm. scene where they're in the school play leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah. would you do if you found out that your husband might be in love with another woman? <laughs> it's just like crying in like yeah. middle of like this situation. I'm like, oh, this is, this is a good movie. Yeah, for me, that has made infinitely more sad from the fact that Alan Rickman passed away. Mm, yeah. Oh, and also, Mr. Bean's in this movie. He is. What a scene. And he's great. What a scene. Two scenes, technically. You've got a scene at the end where he, um, he comes to the airport and distracts the guard and lets the little kid go through. Yes, he does. Yes. And it's like, oh, it is all coming That's together. So random. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty brilliant. It um, is. Liam Neeson. Do we like Liam Neeson's part in it? Yeah. I like his, um, I like the ending they give him of like, he bumps, bumps into like another mother at the um, <laughs> play. Yeah. And it's not even implied that they even like talk ever again, but it's like uh-huh. a more of like, they could be in love now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting married They're getting week. married. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I do think the best part is the ending of like, mm. it feels like an end game sort of experience. Where all the characters come together. It all just comes together just so well. It's mm. really so good. And yeah. For Martin Freeman as well. Martin Freeman's in it. Yeah. Watson. He's in porn, I think. Is he? Yeah. He is, yes. And that's the perfect role for uh-huh. Martin Freeman. Porn. Oh, um, right. This is sort of like a, another Christmas link between them. So mm. in this, Martin Freeman is the, the body double. Mm-hmm. The woman that's the other volley double, I apologise, I can't remember her name. She is, uh, she is the husband, no, she's not the husband, she's the wife of David Tennant's character in Nativity 2. Oh, is she? Which, Nativity 1 has Martin Freeman in it. 
Have you seen the two films? I have seen the first one. <laughs> I like and I've seen the last 20 minutes of the second one. Again, they're my guilty pleasures. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I watched them. I was like, this is... Sorry, I've spat all over the place. <laughs> this is... I've caused an electrical fault in my <laughs> spitting. I think the weirdest part about Antivity films is when I watched them, I felt like I was watching a documentary almost. Because <laughs> the way it's filmed is very weird. It is. It's very weirdly filmed. It's definitely a real primary school, mm-hmm. and it's definitely real kids, and it's definitely like not at all actor kids. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's definitely like made by like Film 4, and it's got a budget of like maybe a thousand pounds. And all of that has gone on the lead male. Yeah, definitely. Either Martin yeah. Freeman or David Tennant. Yeah. And, yeah. And this is watching, like, this is very authentic, and I feel like I'm back in primary school, but I don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy it, yeah. Mm. I do like it, in general. <laughs> right. Okay, then. So, yeah. oh, should, we, should, should we do like, ratings out of ten? Yeah. So, last Christmas, out of ten? Six. Six. I'm going to stick with seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm weighing both critical and it's, emotional. Into yeah, it. I I would easily watch it again. That's the oh, thing about same, it. Yeah. I'd watch it again easily. Yeah. But live actually. Good nine. 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 I agree. I agree. Nine. Yeah. Um. Where have we talked about Nativity? Um. Nativity um, one and two. <laughs> My favorite Christmas film. Ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Muppets Christmas Carol. I've never seen it. Have you not? No. This this is genuinely right. This is genuinely the best. Chris- I think it's the best Christmas film ever made. Really. I adore it. It's just so funny. <laughs> is it? It's. It's got Michael Caine in it. It's Michael Caine. Michael Caine. All the all the Muppets. Is he Scrooge? Yeah, Michael Caine's Scrooge. Right. Okay. Um, Kermit is Bob Cratchit. Mm-hmm. Miss Piggy is Bob Cratchit's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other ones, of course. <laughs> there Fuck. are others. Yeah. Um, all the Muppets in it. Mm-hmm. Rizzo. Yeah. Is. It's basically well, the way they do it is Rizzo is Charles Dickens, oh, and Charles Dickens narrates the yeah. thing. And it's Rizzo and Rizzo's psych- or psychic. I can't, yeah, I can't remember the name of the psychic, but basically their interaction through the whole thing. There's like there's like there's like a moment in it where some like big action set piece sort of happening. Yeah, and <laughs> the sidekick sort of screaming because he can't sort of find where he wants. It. Can't yeah. find Charles Dickens. Yeah. Charles Dickens. <laughs> Charles Dickens. <laughs> he, he shouts a Rizzo. <laughs> because it's like, it's from the perspective of the Muppets. The oh, Muppets right. Yeah. Filming yeah. It. yeah. And then she shouts a Rizzo instead of Charles Dickens. Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there were sort of several, several moments that I just love this film. And it's also, it's such a happy ending. Yeah. This, this version of Christmas Carol. It reminds me of a so sad happy. ending. <laughs> It's so happy. I yeah. love it. Watch it every Christmas. It's on yeah. sort of on the build up to Christmas. So you I'm gonna watch, watch it, it on TV. Watch it, please do. Yeah, I adore it. Ten I, out of ten for me. I watched it probably <laughs> when I was in primary. I remember a memory of watching it in primary school. Mm-hmm. I can't remember about Michael Caine and thinking that's Alfred. <laughs> All I knew him for. And I remember someone's called Henry, isn't there? There's someone called Henry in in this movie, Christmas Carol. Because well, I remember Christmas Carol in general, or the Muppets. This this one this Muppets. Because I remember in being in primary school, watching uh-huh. a scene out of it, or yeah. maybe the entire film, and everyone saying, "Ah, oh, Henry, like you, Henry, like okay." I have one memory of that film. <laughs> um, Colin Firth in it. Is he? Colin Firth is the nephew. He's Scrooge's nephew. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. uh, let's have a look. It's interesting. Uh, Mark and Scrooge, Dave Gold, the Great Gonzo. Rat, all the psychics called Rat. No, sorry, it's not Colin Firth. It's Steve McIntosh. 
got no idea. I don't idea. know how I got them confused. No idea who that is. I'm sure Colin Firth's in this. I love Axley, mate. <laughs> I must have got it confused. No, no, of course, yeah, it's Steve McIntosh. Oh, okay. I'll uh, watch it, definitely. It still blows my mind that the voice of Miss Piggy is very easy odor. That's Frank Oz? Frank Oz is Miss Piggy. Oh, shit. <laughs> but the same person. I did not know that. Mm. Um, I know a ranking, I'm going to give it a 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Austin, next? My favourite Christmas film of all time, 10 out of 10, is A Wonderful Life. That was next on my list. Really? Good. It's a. I love it so much. I think it's great. It's so... It's so hot. Because oh. I think it's... It's perfect because it's just a film about someone's life that ends at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it kind of proves through that how like good Christmas is. Yeah. The fact that your entire life kind of is like all all of it like does, even in small ways, means like something. Yeah. Like you've had an effect and hopefully it's a good effect. Yeah, and like, like, things you don't even remember like his yeah. brother. If, if they say that if he wasn't have been born, his brother would have drowned. Yeah. And, like, not only that, but he wouldn't went to the army. He wouldn't have, like, won all these things and stuff like that. And mm. it's got such a good ending. I know. I think that there are also there are so many quotes in this, which mm. I feel like, ordinarily, they just sound a bit... They just be general, but I think mm. the way they're said and the atmosphere of the film just yeah. makes them complete. Like, there's, obviously, there's a famous quote. There's the, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Yeah, but... Which I, th- I think that's such a beautiful yep. one. But there's also the bit that I've seen copied quite a lot it's where I think uh, James Stewart's character is talking to his wife mm-hmm. over, but it's before they're married yeah the moon. and he says he, he says something like yeah. tell me what you want if you want the moon yeah. I'll throw a lasso, lasso around, around it. it and then pull it down oh god it's so good it's just so heartfelt yeah um, they're, they're probably in terms of what many people would consider older films mm-hmm. like black and white ones I think that there are only really two that I like. The one's Casablanca, and the other one is this film. Yeah, I just think they have, they have such a, a timeless, about them. like sort of like quality to them, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Ordinarily, I'd think, oh, it's a wonderful life. Oh, it's a black and white film. Yeah. I don't, I don't particularly. It's in like it. four by three as well. Yeah, yeah. But I got I on just, Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got the. I think I've got it coloured. Same. Yeah. yeah. I don't watch it in colour though, because yeah. do not. It feels odd. It just feels weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. It's just such a. Like yes. I just think it's so like actually well written. Like not even as a mm. Christmas film, like being warm and fuzzy. It is like a, a generally like well written yeah, film. Even if it's not a Christmas film, yeah, it is just could... well made. Mm. And I just think there's so many like little moments in the script that are so good. Where like you feel so bad for George Bailey the entire mm. time. Yeah, his entire goal, his entire want in life is to just leave this one. This is one thing. Just leave this town and just go around the world yeah. at your own pace and mm-hmm. to see it all and just do your own thing. And he has so many times where he could do that. But yeah. the world around this goes, nope, you're <laughs> staying in this one town. You're staying. It must have been like forced to I stay know. for the entirety of your life just in your same town for the rest of like this. This is it. This yeah. one stretch of road is it. And he's just, he's just, his entire life is just in this one place. And I think it's a miracle that he doesn't commit suicide before he, does, <laughs> he tries to commit suicide in the movie because mm. his life is so depressing when you think about it. Mm. But, um, uh, Obviously, like falls in love with his wife and has like I think two, maybe three kids, mm-hmm. and I feel like the most perfect moment that describes this film, per- like this is so good, like, why it's so good, is that like, these big moments that explain to you why this character Arthur is going through and the twist that comes going to come about the angel and all this, and I just think the best part of that movie is the fact that he's got this little like on his um the railing on his stairs, he's got like this 
I don't know what you call it, like a <laughs> like a a wooden like a doorknob, but on top of like a railing. Yeah. And then you would like hold on to it to like climb up of, up the stairs, but mm-hmm. it like comes off. It's like broken. So like he goes up the stairs, and every time he goes up the stairs, it's like a broken thing that he always pulls off and goes back, puts it back on. Yeah. And it gets more and more annoying for him throughout throughout the film, <laughs> to the point where at the end, where he's fully depressed, he's gonna like get put in prison for like mm-hmm. some sort of like bank bank fraud. Oh thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he like he does it, and he's like the most. Like, he looks so annoyed <laughs> at this one thing, and it's, like, it is the last thing that pushes him over. It wasn't the money thing. It wasn't going. For, it was like this. It's this thing that's broken in his house that he hasn't been able to fix in the past five years. He's like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm going <laughs> to shout at the kids, I'm going to leave, I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> and um, it's just so good. Oh, so I think good. It's such, it deals with such a depressing mm. subject, but it does it in a way that mm. at the end... Yeah. It's just a heart I felt feeling. Yeah. It is generally one of my mm-hmm. favourite films of all time. Yeah. Not just Christmas films. Yeah. And I, I realised this only like, maybe like last year it actually has got quite a few similarities to Spider-Man 2 <laughs> <laughs> and like put it this way yeah. if you just look at the gen- the movie in general it yeah. is um, a movie about a person mm-hmm. that wants one thing yeah in George Bailey is leave the town yeah in Spider-Man 2 it's get, like have be with Mary Jane and have a happy life essentially mm-hmm. um, and be there for his friends in general um, but throughout the entire film they've just stopped they are just like the world just goes, no, you can't have this. You've got to be Spider-Man. You've got to, you know, be, take over your dad's bank and work there for the rest of your life. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. And it happens... Of course, becoming Spider-Man is a wonderful life and the bank's in Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, the bank... <laughs> the, 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 the terrible bank job that Jules has in that film was Spider-Man for Spider-Man. <laughs> um, and as the media goes along, mm-hmm. we, we reach a point where both characters go fuck it <laughs> one says they're going to stop being Spider-Man one goes oh, I'm going to commit suicide <laughs> and then we get an example from then on why this shouldn't why it is worth doing yeah. these oh, like yeah. sort of small scale things true. yeah these heroic small scale mm. things even if you don't get what you want at the end of it and then they go back to the life thinking I'll keep on doing what I'm doing it's all worth it mm-hmm. only to like have a sort of like a mini reward for it of him getting yeah. all that money to like not go to prison <laughs> and him getting Mary Jane at the same time as being Spider-Man. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> the Walker films, favorite films of all time. Out of 10? 10 and a half and 11. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It's queer films. <sighs> Christmas films. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I, I wanted to watch recently um, <laughs> is I watched Last Christmas and that's Gremlins. I Have you ever seen it? Gremlins? No. I remember watching it as a kid. I remember watching the sequel as well. But there was mm. something about the sequel that absolutely terrified me. I remember there's a bit where that one one comes out like the uh, it's like a f- like canteen and then mm. the, f- the food not in the metal canteen yeah. the metal one of them pops out of the food. But I watched Gremlins and Gremlins. I think it's PG. I think it is. Yeah. Maybe. So many people die. The Do they? Almost the entire. Do you know the premise of it? It is, isn't it? Like. Don't feed them after midnight. Yeah, and they like, do so something. The, ki- the kid gets the little, little one the called Gizmo. One. Yeah, the cute one. Yeah, they get it from like um, an old antique shop in the city. Yeah, his dad buys him it as a Christmas present, mm-hmm. and they give him it. And the, the 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 rules are you can't feed them after midnight, midnight, and don't get them wet. Those are the two <laughs> rules, and of course, what happens first is they get wet. Of course, yeah, they do. Or Gizmo gets wet. Yeah. And when they get wet, it causes them to multiply. Oh, right. I thought, oh. And so... And like, 
so of, so of, of, of course, he knocks his glass over whatever into the box, which Gizmo's in. Yeah. And he starts steaming and whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the other rule, of course, is don't feed them after midnight. Mm-hmm. And what happens there is Gizmo is kicked out by the other ones right. at the box or whatever. And the other ones break the clock in the in the kids' room. Mm-hmm. So for him, it says half eleven. Yeah. But it's actually like two o'clock. Yeah. And they and so they they ask they sort of asking for food and he looks at the clock and think oh it's fine mm-hmm. I'll feed them. Yeah. And then when they get fed they turn to cocoons mm-hmm. and they come out these little green green things. monsters. Yeah. And of course Gizmo doesn't eat the food because Gizmo's Gizmo and Gizmo is the most cutest thing yeah. ever made. Um. And so basically, they run amok in the small town where the the kid lives. Mm. Right, people die. So many people get killed by the gremlins. It's Damn. unbelievable. Is it a horror film or is it? It's it's, it's like a PG horror Christmas film. Right. But it's like really weird because they're supposed to be really frightening and they're going around killing people. Mm-hmm. And then you have a little fluffy little gizmo. Yeah, it was literally the cute, cri- 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 the cute pra- Christmas thing. Yeah, it's like practical effects. So it's like a little mouth. Yeah. 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 I like the blinking. <laughs> Hello. I think we're back. Hello. Are we back? Are we back? I think we're back. Never mind. I apologise. Okay. That was my fault. Basically, we're still, still talking about Gremlins. The same. We didn't miss much. I just accidentally hit the space bar on the keyboard with my elbow, which stopped the recording. Cool. We're back. So, Technical yeah, Gremlins. Um, a lot of people die, and then it's like a shootout, which I'm pretty sure involves a gun. Um, <laughs> I know in the second one, they're in New York. Yeah, they're, in, they're, in, they're, um, in the, they're stuck in a department store. And there's a female the Gremlin that everyone's in love with. The gremlins are all in love with, and oh, oh yeah. at some point Gizmo has a bow and arrow, and he starts shooting everyone. I seem to remember that. Yeah, but I I, I haven't seen oh, the, I the sequel oh, at all recently. Yeah, but yeah, I I'd give it a solid eight. You know, it's I decent Christmas. I haven't film. even remotely seen it for some reason. I just skipped <laughs> it entirely. Um, should we do one more each? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to do. Mm-hmm. Die Hard. <laughs> First off, yeah, is it a Christmas film? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Also, it's similar to Spider-Man Two. No, <laughs> 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 uh, um, essentially, very simple character arc mm-hmm. and premise. Essentially, is a man stuck in a building, terrorists, and the character problem here is he wants to be with his wife, but he's got some anger issues and some other issues with his policing. And he takes them out on the terrorists. <laughs> exactly. And he does all this all this murdering and killing to get to his wife and give her mm-hmm. a hug and give her a kiss and become a couple again mm-hmm. and see the kids. And it is great. It is incredible. Anyone that hits Die Hard can kill them. I hate them. <laughs> right? I swear to Die Hard is probably... Are you a Die Hard fan? I'm a Die Hard well, fan. I'm a Die Hard fan. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. I'm leaving. <laughs> That's it my is, career over. It is top top three action films of all time. Mm-hmm. It I'd, is. I'd say it's probably the most quintessential eighties action film. Absolutely, it has everything: yeah. Christmas banter, jokes, yeah. a catchphrase, every line, is iconic. motherfucker. Every line is iconic, and Alan Rickman mm-hmm. is perfect. Like now, you, I like... have a machine gun. Ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then he pretends to be American. He does, yeah. Which is like, which I think when I watched it the first time, yeah. I thought that's brilliant. Yeah. What a genius. Yeah. Genius. He's he's, genius. That, he's just, just it's he's played him. It's so incredible as well because that scene is so tense. 
Because mm-hmm. you know of both ends. You know that Don McLean has no idea this is Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. You know Hans Gruber is pretending to be American and yeah. probably at any chance he's going to kill him. So when he gives him a gun, when Han- uh, John McLean gives Hans a gun to protect himself, yeah, and you think, oh, well, well he's fucked, he is, and he? he's fucked. <laughs> and then he turns around and like does his German voice again and then goes, I'm going to kill you now, and shoots him. However, no bullets come out. And John McLean goes, Way, no fucking bullets, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> You're like, I know what's new. Well, oh, God. Uh, it's perfect, isn't it? And I feel like it's kind of like a video game in a sense. It is, yeah. Because I remember, especially one point where there's a picture of a naked person, like a naked lady on a wall. Mm-hmm. And at that point, that like point in the map of the building, yeah. acts as like kind of a safe point, if you know what I mean. So like, you, you go, when we first see it, like a big thing's made out of it, where we cut to the image, a big like guitar, like string happens, of yeah. like, and like, oh, okay, naked, naked lady, okay, I guess. And then, <laughs> We come back to that picture over and over again, and it kind of marks out like a checkpoint sort of area where we know John <laughs> yeah. McClane is safe for yeah. some reason. Like in that area, we know he's fine. No one gets the naked lady place. No one gets it. <laughs> and like we know, we know what left of this place is. We know that yeah. it goes to the outside to the elevator. We know this place goes there. And like, it's just so perfect. It's so good. There's um, an iconic moment as well. Mm-hmm. When he jumps, when he ties the hi- the fire hydrant, or the fire yeah. rope, the fire thing tube around him he yeah. jumps off the roof oh my god I love it as well because Tom McLean is like an everyman sort of character that his reaction to doing that is why the fuck am I doing this <laughs> and like there's so many other moments where he's like he's just so like like relatable yeah. I've said it before I've heard it, I haven't said it I've heard it said in the past the reason why it's so good of an action film mm-hmm. is that he's just a man he's just an ordinary man yeah Widow's Peak yeah Widow's Peak he's, yeah he's not this big hunk yeah. of a man like Arnie yeah at one point, he had everyone saying is that they've got enough explosives to kill to blow up Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, oh, yeah. What a, what a little jab at Arnold. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and it's just, just an ordinary man. He does the entire film without any shoes. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, the big thing about the glass. Yeah. And shoots the glass. And I love, oh my God, the moment at the end where he pops out of like the corridor when they're getting all the money out of the safe. Yeah. And it, we, can't, we can barely see. He's like, he's like in shadow, but it's like a red light behind him. Mm-hmm. And all you hear, like, here from, like, the like the back is, like, Hans! <laughs> and you see him. He's, like, got a gun. He's, like, covered in blood. And his feet are, like, messed up. And he's, like, walking slowly towards him, like, Hi, honey. <laughs> you know, like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. <sighs> and, and then, of course, there's the ending. Happy trails, Hans. Yeah. So I take the gun to his back. Yeah. Pulls it out. One shot back. <laughs> it's so Han- good. Hans is, Hans is falling out the Hans window. Gone. And then the, the watch. Mm-hmm. The watch has to whip the watch off. Yes, this one thing that I are we still yeah we're still recording. Sorry, um, one thing that I never is just really amusing me amuses me, mm-hmm. but I love it all the same. Is that at the end, everything everything's fine, mm-hmm. and then one of them just pops out of the real world. Yeah. Like, How have you survived? No idea. But it doesn't matter because the trusty sidekick who was on the ground whips out his revolver. Yeah, bang, bang, and I love it because the arc of that character. Essentially, it's just like an American thing to do like this, uh-huh. especially in the 80s. Is, um, he accidentally shot a kid because he thought he had like some sort of weapon. Uh-huh. And he has been able to like use a weapon ever since. Mm-hmm. And his big character arc finishing moment <laughs> is, now he can use a gun, and now he can murder people again. What a hero. <laughs> and like, America's weird sometimes. <laughs> and even though that's there, I still love it because it, f- 
whenever I watch it, I feel like I'm watching the most hardcore like <laughs> Christmas film of all time, and it's so good, yeah. so good. What about um? What about the sequels? Do you like the sequels? I like two. Uh-huh. I really like three. Uh-huh. I sometimes even think three might be better than one, but then I think no. Um, four and five, nah. Four is okay. If I five's horrible. I'd completely agree with that. I yeah. think. I I enjoy two. Two in number two, mm. the T one thousand is one of the thugs. The what? The shootout. The, oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. very first shootout. Yeah. Where I think the, the, like is there lobby. an escalator involved? Yeah, there is. One of the thugs is Robert Patrick. Yeah. Um, I never that. Yeah. I think he got cast because of that. I feel like someone saw, like Jim Cameron saw him and went. Yeah. I think maybe that happened. Yeah. Um, out of ten. Die Hard one. Die Hard one out of ten. Oh, it's got to be a 10. 10. It's got to be I agree, 10. I agree. 10. Die, die Hard 2, 7. 7, 8. I'd give it an 8. Die Hard 3, 9. I think I'd probably give it an 8 again. 8 or 9. Yeah. 8.5. Die, die Hard 4, seven. 5. I'd give it a 5. Uh, die Hard 5, like 1. <laughs> I hate that film. Non-applicable. <laughs> yeah. Has no rating. It's horrible. Do you want to wrap things up there? Uh, or do you have yeah. another one you really want to do? No. I mean... Okie dokie. Yeah, we're done. I think we're yeah. done. Christmas. Um, that is Christmas. That, that we is. hope you. That was Christmas for you. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this. We hope you've enjoyed the podcasts this semester. Yeah. Um, ready for a whole we, new semester. We will be returning January in semester two. Late January at some point. Late January, early February. Yep. Thank you for listening very much. Have a wonderful Christmas and a have a wonderful year. experience watching Star Wars. Woo! Because be sure. I will be. <laughs> we'll view it probably when we come back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Out of ten, how excited are you? For <laughs> right now, about eleven. Like, I am. Fifteen. Yeah. It just hit. I was thinking the other day, it hit me. Yeah. It's nearly a week away. I keep on seeing like more images just because of mm-hmm. TV spots, and I'm not watching them, but yeah. I keep on seeing images from them, and I keep on going. It just gets better. It just gets better. It does. Better. I I I uh, evaded it. A leak, the one of the leaks, spoiler leak this morning. Really, I was actually scrolling through. Yeah, and it was something official leak, and then something something, mm. and then I, 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 I won't say what it was, but it was going to say will or will not happen. Mm. I I literally I got to will, mm. and that was the moment where I you backed out. Yeah, so I, I don't know if it said I know the thing, but I don't yeah. know if it said will or will not. Right, okay. So I'm. I had a very lucky escape yeah. with that. Uh, but then, of course, there's the fact that the leaks might not even be yeah. true. Um, However, the music for this film came out. It did. But there's no track like name. It's just track oh. one, two, three, four. Very well done. Well done. Well and done I started Disney. listening to it. Yeah. I thought, I can't be spoiled by the music, can I? Mm-hmm. So I started to I went, no, I could be. I, I easily yeah. could be. I'm not going to do this. It. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to enjoy it. I hope we yeah. enjoy it. I'm a 15 out of 10 for this. Yeah, same. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, yeah, Merry Christmas. Thanks Have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks to Lee Student Radio. Yeah, brought to you by Lee Student Radio. And Henry Murray and Matthew Murray. Signing off. Different spelling. Um, <laughs> signing Every off. Every time. Forever. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> no, it's January. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.